Welcome back to another episode of Relatable Chapters. This week, I'm joined by me, myself, and I. <laughs> it's a bit different. It's a solo podcast, no guests this week. Um, there's a little bit of a reason and the fact that a lot's been going on, uh, partially because I've been struggling to find guests as well. Uh, it's not that easy when you get a bit picky, I suppose, but not necessarily picky, but daunting to ask people that's one thing uh and then the people you ask trying to make it line up with their schedule and your schedule um and I suppose a part of that is now I've got a foot in two camps one in Papamore and one in Hamilton which I'll kind of get into a bit more so I've been a bit slack um and this week is the first week that I do not have a guest to release so with this, um, I've decided to do a recap of all the past guests, um, reevaluate, kind of figure out what I'm going to do, and I'll take take a little break, maybe two, three, four weeks. I'm not too sure. Um, I'm still being trying to line up a few guests, uh, so I definitely will be back, but don't know when, um, and I don't know what it's going to look like when I do come back. It's uh, all part of learning. Learning curves, I've just had a little rut and I'm sure I'll hit it back. So to start this podcast, I'm going to start like we normally do. Um, I've got my two two sections of questions. Because I did change the questions, it was all part of the learning um, halfway through or around 20th episode. I did change it up a little bit. Um, so to begin with, start three things that I'm grateful for today. Um Oh, once again, should have thought about this before. Um, I'm grateful for cheap gym membership. Um, thanks, Liam, for working when you were at high school and got us a cheap membership, which has not changed. Um, I'm grateful for the beautiful sunset today, nice clear sky, no clouds, um, and you're just seeing the change of the gradient of the colours. Uh, it's pretty wicked. Walking the dog and... Oh... One more, one more, one more. Oh, I'm grateful for the lads at the lunchroom playing scum. You know, I got a few wins in today. It's something to be grateful for. Um, And then that was the first section, and normally I'd go into how do I know the guests, but everyone knows that I know myself. In the second section, I started doing the six pillars of well-being. So it was supposed to be a quick fire. I think I'm going to drop this again because it wasn't quick. Um, I might... I, I, some of the feedback I've had is maybe speed it up a little bit. Um, so this is just, I don't know, I'm still debating it, but it's supposed to be quick fire. Some of it wasn't, but six pillars of well-being. So what do I do to chill, to calm the mind and body and be present? Um, these days I, like I said, uh, I have a nice coffee, read my book and meditate every morning. That's how I like to chill. Uh, and also go to yoga. That's oh, I just love it there. What do I do? To keep learning and get creative. Um, I suppose my work, I'm forever learning new things there. Um, I'm problem solving and getting pretty creative with some of the mounting structures and stuff we have to come up with. Um, And also, I love listening to audible books and uh, podcasts, so that's the way that I keep learning a lot. How do I connect? Build relationships and boost connections. Uh, This podcast is actually fucking fantastic for that. Um... That's a key, I suppose. Uh, golf. Golf, playing with the lads. Get a build relationships there. And I suppose actually just going to yoga and yarning with everybody. Good community vibe at Ara. Now, what do I do to celebrate? Find gratitude and live your values. This is something I've found that not a lot of people do. Uh, a lot of us don't actually celebrate. So whenever a friend of mine has achieved something or a little goal, um, I'm always there with a... Uh, what do you call it, the party face emoji, sending it to them, you know, it's, it's saying good on you, great stuff. But at the same time, I'm trying not to belittle them because sometimes it sounds like you do. But either way, well done, you're fucking on to it, good shit. Um, how do I celebrate myself? Just like everybody else, I don't really celebrate myself, you know. Um, I work on for me too. <laughs> what do I do to move? Stay active, feel energised. Uh I think I'd be very depressed if I didn't move, to be honest. 
I'd be very gutted if I lost my legs or injured something. Um, my mindset would have to change for sure to overcome that. But I move all the time. I'm always walking the dog, um, yoga, gym, running, mountain biking, hiking. What I do to enjoy, practice self-care and focus on fun. Uh, recently, I've been running up and down the beach uh, with the dog. It's been pretty fun. Um, just me and him, no music, no headphones, no phone. Um, it puts a good, big smile on my face seeing him happy as well. Um, and I suppose the meditation is my self-care, fun. Well, I haven't really been getting on the piss, so that's, that's taken out of the aspect. Maybe I need to find another avenue for fun. So everyone has an upbringing. What does my upbringing look like? That, my friend, is a chat for another day. I've been asked many times if um, I can interview myself, and I've said no, because that would be fucking awkward. It's awkward as enough doing this by myself. Um, hopefully this is better than the very first episode, but still fucking awkward. Um, I'd need a guest a co-host to facilitate it, um, ask the questions that people want to ask, uh, not just me thinking people want to hear about. Uh, so that's that's not going to happen. But I can tell you what's been going on with my life recently since starting the podcast and what I'm thinking of doing next. Oh man, I don't really want to listen back to the very first few episodes because to be honest, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I had no idea at all. And we just wung it. Do you say wung it? Wing it? Winged it? Wung it? Um, yeah, and it slowly developed into these key turning points that we talked about. But this, I suppose, did start with an idea, March 2022. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably there. And then around November, November 2022 started and... So at that stage of my life, because um, I suppose why I'm getting into my life is a lot of people keep on asking, oh, I want to hear about you, I want to hear about you kind of thing, what you've been up to. But it's been going for, well, it's the 31st episode, so for seven, over seven months. So it was like over half a year. Um, so you started in November, started with Movember. So the very first images you'll see with a nice handlebar on my chin. On my face, um, and during that period, I was doing a lot of kilometres for Movember. Um, upon doing this, was I just come back from overseas, done fuck all fitness, and getting struck, stuck straight back into it. Uh, had a thirty-five k trail run at Waitomo, uh, so I was training for that as well, and end up getting a shin injury, um, which later we believe is a stress fracture. But so November. Yeah, during the start, it was kind of finding my feet in the podcast, figuring out what we're doing. Um, I just really wanted to talk to my best friends, so that's why I started. Um, so yeah, straight back into fitness. It's got a stress factor. I started gymming consistently in around November, but I also came back from overseas with the idea of uh, building new habits. So that includes reading, meditating, and walking my dog every morning, um, and after having a Iced bath in December. I've been doing cold showers ever since as well. You really understand how cold a ice bath is and then how warm a shower is. So it's been a challenge, especially coming into winter, but I'm still doing it. Um, I don't really know why, except I suppose you win the day, uh, win the morning, win the day. So it's a, it's a good way to start the day. Um, we had the Christmas break. And I was back to work early because I had no annual leave left, that's why, uh, because I used it all <laughs> travelling last year. Um, also this year I've been focusing more on my sleep um, and less drinking. I did have a drinking problem, I think, last year. It was more about I was living for it, frothing for the weekend and consuming far too much. Uh, got a little bit out of hand, so this year I think I've only drunk four times. Um, like got on the piss four times um, and I realised how much it affected my sleep if I do have say one drink so that's kind of been ruled out a bit this year Morris still comes out if you know who Morris is but just 
on a leash, I suppose. Uh, and less junk food this year. I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older, but starting to look after my body a bit more. Um, if you're a long-time listener, you would have heard through a few podcasts that I kind of lost my way. Um, I was kind of asking for a little bit of relatable advice, I suppose you could say, between what people do when they don't feel like they've got a purpose. Um, so that was me. I had a lull. Um, one of the big things is I wanted to go travelling, but you go travelling and you come back and it's going to be the same old thing. Uh, so I don't really know what was going on specifically. I don't have this tips and tricks to realise what the issue was, the underlying issue, but I needed change. Um, I needed something in my life. My life was pretty stagnant. Um, I was lacking a bit of direction, a bit of purpose maybe, uh, and a few things were going on around the place. Uh, like not having a car. So getting that a bit of water damage in that cyclone was a bit of a kick. Not knowing what to do, trying to move place but couldn't move because of the dog. Uh, no, no, not many people are flat with dogs these days. Some, some of them were cats, but yeah. So that was that was uh, a small period, and then uh, a few things dropped at the same time. Like I started joined a gym, started doing CrossFit at Metal Zone. Uh, if you're ever wanting to join a gym and. Hamilton always scared of the alpha male, which I was. I was I was always intimidated to start. I'm sure every other place is fine. Um, but also I've heard that once you join CrossFit, it's like a cult. Um, <laughs> and I kind of understand that from an internal perspective now, that it's just their mindsets. But also the metal zone was very welcoming and friendly and there wasn't these cliques and these groups and there wasn't like the hard-out alphas that we're just ignoring you or whatever. Like, it's a very nice community there, so I would recommend that. Um, I got a new car, got into CrossFit, and a place in Papamoa dropped. So I was on the move, uh, or had a time set to move. So everything on that period was was going back up. Uh, so I did, did manage to get out of it. Um, managed to do a CrossFit competition as well but the just before the, the Saturday and I moved on the Sunday so that was pretty cool lucky um Paige Paige's brother injured his shoulder and um lovely lady asked me to join her in the in the peers competition uh that was pretty wicked I haven't got back into CrossFit since um yes yeah, so, because moving to Papamal um love my job kept my job means I work three days a week in Hamilton two days a week from home a lot of gym memberships in the in the group situation is Monday to Friday. There's heaps of classes. Saturday, Sunday, there's one or none. So I'm a bit reluctant to get into that um, because of the sake uh, f- because uh, most of the memberships is either unlimited or three times, um, and I can guarantee I could go to two. So don't know about that third. I need to find a concession, but also I've been training for an adventure race with Cullum. It's one of my past guests, my work wife. Uh, we we're actually supposed to have this adventure race, six-hour adventure race in Fakatane last weekend, but the weather was absolutely shocking, and that's been postponed to July. So I've been keeping busy, um, climbing up the mount, going up Papamoa Hill, doing a bit of biking, went over that side of the country, um, and still got the gym membership and yoga membership back in Hamilton so my life's been pretty busy now um commuting and trying to stay busy I suppose uh and trying to line up these podcast guests which like I said has been proven a bit difficult um I suppose one learning from moving to Papamore was that I felt like I needed to do everything at once so the big question is why would I want to move um and that's because I've never lived anywhere else. I wanted a new scenery and opportunity to meet new people, uh, get new experiences. Oh, I don't know. I just needed change. needed something different. Uh, but when I first went there, I was like, oh, I need to do everything. And if you know about the Sunrise crew, I was like, this could be cool. This is a group that joins up on every Friday morning to watch the sunrise. Uh, on the beach, they have a coffee and go for a swim. Uh 
I asked two people about this. One said, it'll be great. You'll meet heaps of friends. Uh, and the other person said, it's very clicky. You go in your groups and it's like a Christian youth group. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should or shouldn't. Um, and i tell you what, it was fucking awkward. Um, I'm not too sure if I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but that was a, that was me putting myself in the deep end, trying to um, try something new. Um, that was the Friday, the Thursday beforehand, I tried this yoga at the beach as well. The Friday I tried, did a drop in yoga and the following week I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I, I feel like I'm rushing into everything and I realized that I just needed to, to take a step back and I suppose get into everything myself, um, take in the scenery, find my bearings and yeah, now I'm in a position where I would like to join a gym um, or join a yoga studio or a running group, something alike, some, somehow to meet new people. Um, see if, you, if you're in Papamore or the Mount and you want to go up the Mount or up Papamore Hill or walk along the beach or something, hit me up. I'm pretty keen to, to get in amongst it. So I suppose what's next in my, in my journey is, yeah, finding, finding new people. Uh, just experiencing some new things. Got that adventure race is postponed to July. Uh, me and a friend are looking at um, Topol Marathon. Probably just do the half as I'm just easing back into running now. Um, that shin injury did flare up again just before CrossFit uh, competition. I was uh, starting to get back into running. But according to uh, my fantastic physio, I probably went too hard and too fast. There definitely was... Uh, a 13 kilometer in this is a short period that I'd started but I thought that threes fours and fives were was a slow entry into running again um, but apparently it wasn't uh, I refled the shin uh, so I've been resting that for ages so just coming back into it now with the idea that I think there's in November there's a 100 kilometer mountain bike race the fucker 100 that I'll would love to do uh, a couple of my workmates have done it so i think that'll be a good good challenge and then in the new year in february there is the tarawera ultra trail run which i'd like to eye up as well and then that'll keep me busy that'll keep me training uh keep my mind somewhere uh external motivation and after all that is done and dusted hopefully i would have saved up a bit of money and i'll go traveling again um i'm eyeing up southeast asia so if you've got any tips and tricks for that, oh, please hit me, because it's going to be a wild one. You don't hear about too many people doing those sections. A lot of it is Europe, Europe, Europe. Ah, so that that's where my future lies. Um, at the moment, the podcasting section I'll get to at the end of this podcast itself. So stepping into what the guests have been up to, I thought this would be a good idea because, well, you, you listen to a a lengthy discussion and kind of get invested in someone's life and then at the end of it we discuss what what their next chapter looks like. So it, I just thought it would be good to see what some of these guests have been up to. Some of them have been, you know, working hard. Some of them have actually achieved what they set out to do already. Uh, it's pretty cool, pretty exciting. So the recap... I wasn't too sure how I was going to do this, if I should go through what their turning points were and what they've been up to, but I feel like if you really want to know about certain guests, you can go back and read the descriptions um, of their episodes. It is the hardest part about this whole podcast, uh, is the fucking title and the description. It's the hardest thing. I I'm not good at English. I'm not good with descriptive words. My vocabulary isn't... I can't even say that. Vocab. I'm just going to say vocab. My vocab isn't even that great. Um, It's fucking tough, man. And trying to do it justice, but also at the same time, trying not to give too much. You don't want to write too much, but then you don't want to write nothing. You know, it's fucking hard. So if you're really interested in um, some of these guests, by all means, read the descriptions, please. Um... I'll try and have a quick, yeah, I'll, I'll quickly, if I can remember, there's a lot of them, uh, what the episodes were about. Um, I've got my book here, so maybe that can, that'll help me, hopefully. 
So yeah, 30, 30 episodes. 28 guests. So we're starting with Lashara Fluhur. Fluhur. Sorry, Lashara. Fuck that up. Um, so with Lashara, it was the very first episode, one of my best friends who uh, initially planted the seed in my head. So at the beginning here, like I've mentioned, it wasn't the best. But hey, we started fucking strong. We started with the one and only Lashara. Um, so with this one, it was mainly focused around yoga. Um, just, you know, because that's what I knew. Um, we discussed her growing up, her yoga journey, um, uh, the creation of our studios, um, the impacts of COVID and what's next. What does she want to do next uh, with the studio? Bear in mind, this is episode Two and she was also on episode twenty two with the family. So episode twenty two, I'll just skip to that. Eh? Who we talk about the eight pregnancies with the Shara. So we got the two abortions, the three miscarriages, the two beautiful boys, and now we've got the young girl coming along as well. So what Lashara has been up to recently is growing her baby girl. Um, Ara is still going, going strong. She's just taken back control of the media front and uh, been re- rebranding. Uh, also in the final stages of her house design. Uh, episode 3 was another one of my best friends. Once again, we didn't really, at this point, have the, the key turning points, but we went through the flow of her life based off what I already knew. Uh, so we discussed growing up in the farm in Whangarei, uh, life in uni, Uni hall, studying abroad, a um, bit of the stresses there, um, and some extra questions at the end there that I just came up with on the top of my head, which is one of the best things about this podcast is if I've got something to ask, uh, something in question in my head, I can just ask it because I know I'm going to have someone roughly weekly to have a long di- in-depth discussion with. Uh, so since then, Cassie's moved to Hamilton. Uh, she's had a fantastic wedding, which I was a privilege to be a part of. Um, her and Ben, which is episode 7, um, I did MC that, and Morris did come out later on, which I apologise uh, for the latest section of that, um, but hey, it was fucking awesome, had so much fun, um, one of the best weddings I've been to, um, also with that, she's been doing a lot of gardening, and she's just been got, got into pottery, uh, trying a new hobby there. Good old Ellie Gordon, um, once again, no key turning points, but we knew we are going in to talk about the Crohn's disease. Um, this one shocked me as well, we talk a lot about depression and the attempted suicide, which I had no idea about, um, so yeah, if you're interested in, in that kind of aspect, it was pretty deep, uh, we go in depth in her Crohn's disease journey. What depression and anxiety looks like and kind of what's what's the game plan from here. Uh, so since then, she's had a reversal. So she's got no more poo bag. I can't remember what year she called it. Uh, but there's quite likely going to be another surgery to get a J pouch, uh, which is something else different. You might want to Google. Uh, and that'll hopefully help out in the long run. Also, currently, she's trying to do a 30-day reset challenge to focus on her mental health, um, getting outside every day. And trying to trying to push her boundaries, her uh, safe zone, she put it, to gain uh, back some of that confidence that she's lost over the past few years. Just one of my notes here: tough times don't last, but tough people do, uh, and that's a key part, I think, to that whole story. So next one is uh, Anna Blackburn. Uh, so episode four. Um, so this one was as well, like without the key turning points. Um, she came into this because I wanted to share the story of being on the other end of suicide. Um, her lovely partner, um, yeah, had the mental illness and passed away with it. Um, and so, yeah, I suppose I'm, I don't know how to put this into words, but it was such a emotional chat. But also, we talk a lot about um, Camp America. Um, and the exciting aspects of that, which I am privileged to say that she's back over there now. She's finally got back. Um, I think the children are coming next month, so she's just doing a bit of hospitality for weddings. 
Um, and then, yeah, after the summer, she's going to be flying to Canada with uh, another one of our mates for the snow season. Uh, she said it was very hard working away from, uh, moving away from family and friends again, but she is much happier over there. So I hope everything goes well and she has a fantastic time. Um, so Cullum, my awesome work wife I've mentioned earlier, um, in his, in his uh, episode, we discuss what we do for a job, <laughs> um, uni life, growing up in the NACI, uh, and as young farmers. Um, we also actually did discuss the LGBTQQIP2SAA um, topic, uh, but we actually removed that out because we didn't think it was appropriate. Um, a perk of doing the podcasting is that I can remove shit that we don't want to do. Um, that was actually pretty funny. Um, but we also did a list of things that make us happy and a list of things that we do every day. And we compared them. Um, I highly recommend it to anybody. Uh, you really take stock of what you're doing and realize that, or for other people, if you're, if you're not happy, you realize you're not doing the things that make you happy, which is a key part to why you're not happy. So give that a go. Um, I'd, yeah, highly recommend it. Uh, since then, Cullen has been doing a few more adventure races. Uh, he's been working hard at work. Uh, I've seen it firsthand. I know that. Um, been doing a lot of young farmers stuff. Uh, he's part of the organisation. Him and his lovely wife, and they've also got a baby on the way, which that's exciting news too. Um, so we flow into episode seven. Uh, ben Butcher. So the man that drives. I always find it funny, he drives, drives around, drives horses, you don't ride them, you drive them, anyway, he's a harness racer, um, so we talk a lot about the harness um, racing industry, the gallops versus the trots, um, how did he get into it, and also, because his family's deep into it, his dad's one of the best, his brother's fucking awesome, um, what it's like to... I suppose ride your own race and and not live under the limelight of others. Um, we discuss a little bit about the definition of greatness and have a good yarn at the end of that about uh, a few funny stories. But yeah, so since then he's also got married to Kelsey uh, and his new business that he, I believe he just started then, uh, is going fantastic. The whole lifestyle change has resulted in him being a, a bit happier, quite a bit happier and more relaxed. He said. So that's fucking awesome, to be honest. So moving into episode eight with Theo Creelan, we touch base on the key turning points in this episode, actually. Um, so his well, his yarn, our yarn was around rowing at high school, university, out and bound, a bit of self-help. We talk about Atomic Habits book, um, a bit about his travelling through Vietnam. Um, yeah, and so since then, he's also moved over to the Mount, well, he's in the mount actually at the time. He just moved over there, just started a new job, and he's loving it. Heaps of growth to be had. Um, he's also joined the Mount CrossFit gym and enjoying that, and currently doing his version of 75 Hard. And um, he's got a few things in the pipeline, so definitely watch his space. There's more to come with that big boy. Um, episode 9, Liam Robinson, my brother. So this one we discussed uh, a bit about our childhood, um, his sporting chapters and career chapters, uh, we split them into two. Uh, so with the sport, we talked about um, not quite making it in rugby, diverting his attention, representing the country in triathlons, off-road and on-road, um, and then playing playing for the Bulldogs, under-85s, uh, absolutely loving it. Um, and then also his career, career chapters, which were to do with PT, COVID, branching out into massage therapy, um, and then we touched on moving to Wales. Uh, so just a little recap on what he, him and uh, Bridget have been up to, his lovely wife. So they flew on over to the UK. They learnt uh, what it's like to live in suitcases for the first few weeks, going from London to Cardiff, uh, and eventually sitting down in a good flat uh, and, to be, and began to travel Europe. Uh, so they did Robbie Williams in Germany. They also went to Spain, a bit of Belgium, and recently they've just been over to Ireland for a um, weekend away. Uh, but their highlight has got to be their Anzac tour in Turkey. So they on Anzac Day and they got to sleep 
at Gallipoli under the stars. Um, my brother loves all that. Uh, what is it? World War Two and colour and all that. So it's pretty memorable for the two of them. Uh, but in the meantime, like during all that, uh, mainly at the start, they struggled to find jobs and the financial stress started to bury in really. Uh, it became a slow process, um, very emotionally and mentally tolling. And in the end, they both are currently working at Cardiff International Pools, which they're actually loving it. It's a bit low stress, a bit of fun. Either end of the time, time, uh, what do you call it? Time of the day, early mornings, late nights, but it's all part of it, isn't it? Uh, he's also joined a rugby club over there, and uh, first time setting foot on the pitch since he broke his ankle the previous year. Um, five months in, it's going all well, with much more travelling to um, to come. So, episode ten with a lovely Georgia Crane. We talk a lot about um, her sporting degree, um, wanting to strive for more excellence. Um, we talk about her, her gap year, the year before uh, going into uni, uh, what it's been like to work at Les Mills. There's a few uh, extra dating questions in there, uh, life questions. Uh, and since then, uh, so at the beginning of that, Georgia just started her PT business, uh, and that's going really, really well. So she's uh, put her master's degree on hold. Uh, her best friend has just recently moved overseas and watching her flourish has opened her eyes up to potential new experiences. Uh, but she's also learning to do things herself, she said, uh, not lowering her standards for certain people and knowing that being by yourself is okay and it can be done. So that's pretty cool. I was um, just had a small chat to her about that and there's a, a real, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically like the more complex your mind is, there's like a complexity tax. So this could be relatable to a lot of people. That the more sophisticated you get, the smaller your, I suppose. No, that's not right. A better way to say it, I suppose. The high, the higher you climb your own mountain, the less people you're going to see. So the more your mind develops, the less you want to associate yourself with. I suppose less than you, which is a sad thing, but it's a true thing. Um, and that's why I suppose you've got to surround yourself with uh, like-minded people. Episode 11 was Jacob Pryor. This was uh, a quick, quick, quickly, it was quickly planned is what I'm trying to say. Uh, He's a man that gave me the time of day when I was over in England, Cambridge, um, and he came over for Christmas. So we quickly lined this one up um, and it was fantastic to get him back on. We discussed why he went to England in the first place, the hardest days that happened because I remember him telling me about living in the back of a van, um, running out of money. Coming into COVID, him and his lovely partner. And then we also just discussed travelling, the travel prices, how much cheaper it is to just fly from England for a weekend. Um, but also the sacrifices that have been made because you're missing out a lot of birthdays, weddings and all the Christmas and stuff like that. Um, and since then, yeah, Jacob hasn't really got much to say. He's been working hard. Uh, he's finally made an Instagram page for his work to showcase his work, uh, which is Pretty good, actually. I didn't really know what he was up to, but it looks pretty good. Um, and at the moment, they're saving up for when his family come over in September. Episode 12, Tobias Henderson. Fucking legend who made my uh, intro song. Um, so, we discussed a lot about DJing, actually. F- figure not. Um, and his gardening life. Uh, but... Yeah, most of his chat was about the DJing. And so since then, he tells me he got dicked in the watermelon growing contest. Uh, he learned a few things from that one. Him and his lovely partner have got a small puppy now. Uh, finally got one their own. Uh, and he seems like he's pretty attached to it. He started a run club. We did discuss how to get people into a group and uh, hold each other accountable. Um, I believe it's like the fight club. They don't really talk about it, so I don't really know too much. But it's a run club. Uh, and all he tells me is that a few of the lads are coming up with a few weak winter excuses. But yeah, I I don't know what he can complain about because he runs on a treadmill, so I'm sure he'll be in there day in, day out, grinding for the boys. Um, DJ-wise, he's been training up a whole bunch of new people, uh, which is 
been super interesting, he says, and it's reignited his passion. Uh, hopefully in the long term he'll be able to have a few weekends off, uh, have more time with his dog, I think, is, is the main the main reason for all this. <laughs> but I did ask, is it is it tough kind of, in a way, training up your competition? Um, he, said, he said it is in a way that like, even now they, the newer people play in the bigger areas to get more, I suppose, experience in that while he's playing in, in a quieter uh, venue, which can be demoralising a little bit, but he's kind of had to, you know, put the ego aside and uh, help out where he can, and it seems like he's loving it. Uh, episode 13, Becca Gray. Um, the main thing that uh, put Becca on the... On my radar was her glass eye, losing her eye. Um, I've always been interested in in asking her all about this, but I've never had the right situation. Uh, so sharing the story was pretty wicked. Um, we also discussed nursing, what it's like being a nurse, nature versus nurture, like limited pay, all that. Yeah, we discussed the losing of the eye um, and just about her life in general. Since then, uh, she's fucked her knee. <laughs> I think it was a drunk drunk night at uh, Frankton and I believe she's waiting for scans to come back but it's possibly her ACL which is very unfortunate. She's struggling a little bit with uh, not being able to walk, not being able to go exercise which I'm sure many, many of us can relate to that. Uh, but she's been working hard, studying heaps, uh, still reading a lot um, and she told me that she's learning to let go of some of the small things she loved doing to allow time for study. Uh, it's a juggling act, which I believe is very, very relatable to everybody else. Josh Murray. I was about to read what he's out there. So his story was the first one that cracked over two hours. Uh, I was pretty shocked. Uh, this time flew. We had a phenomenal yarn. Uh, we discussed his upbringing in South Africa, um, debating <laughs> uh, what it's like being an auditor, um, how it was life-draining and... Yeah, but about dating afterwards as well, what it's like. Um, this was the first time that I really, I wouldn't say I worried about it, but we, we panicked. We we, we kind of panicked a little bit because Josh shared this with um, his friends and uh, somehow, well, I don't really know the proper story. I was down in Queenstown enjoying myself and Josh hit me up. He's like, hey bro, like, Great episode. Uh, one of my friends has rung me up and saying that one of the H, uh, one of the partners in the HR at his old work are going to have a meeting about the podcast. Am I able to bleep out their name on every episode? Uh, every time he says it, and I was like, "Well, fuck, I can't really do anything here. Uh, I didn't have any gear, uh, and the only thing I could do was pull it down, which is definitely what I didn't want to do. Uh, so we left it for a while, and neither of us heard from his old company. Um, so I hope that." Whatever came out of it was positive and shed some light on how tough it is working uh, pretty vigorous hours and uh, not much recognition for it. Uh, so hopefully that's a bit better. But to be honest, I don't really know. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time I really panicked about something. So from there, we've, I've always told guests to tread lightly around stuff that you don't really want to share too much about. Uh, but yeah, we haven't really had any other issues since then. So since our podcast, Josh has gotten better and more confident in his new role. Uh, him and his lovely wife, Ash, have moved into a new pad, so they're loving that. Uh, he's tweaked his back, so there's been no running recently, but he's been trying to maintain a consistent gym routine. He's gotten stronger mentally, knowing his own worth and appreciating what he knows. He's uh, standing up for himself a bit more in his new work environment and contributing contributing to the team. So yeah, all in all, he's happy with his life at the moment. Moving into Chris Hone, episode 15. Yeah, we discussed a bit about high school, dropping out of high school early to get a trade, uh, what it's like to be in the pissed pooks. Um, his amazing story, or his and Jess's story about when their young girl Charlotte came into the world. Um, fucking great yarn, actually. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. And since then... Chris said he's been working, shooting, and hunting. And I, I know this time it's not armed tramping. He has been duck shooting. But also, um, it's not really a privilege to share, but I'm privileged that I'm able to share it, that 
they unfortunately had a miscarriage not so long ago. Once again, it's not really my thing to talk about, but it is, in a way, uh, an opportunity for me to share share that it is more common than not. Um, share that you need to reach out to those who experience it. It can be very isolating. Um, and obviously it's not the nicest thing. No, duh. But yeah, so that's very unfortunate and I hope that everything's going all right with him. Um, definitely we'll come around and have a yarn and have a catch up at the new house. That was the other thing, they've been moving. So he's been busy. Episode 16, Shan Singh Paha. So with this one we discussed a bit about um, his cricket journey, getting the yips, not <laughs> not being able to spin anymore, uh, a bit of racism, what it's been like being a uh, Kiwi Indian we discussed uni and having his gap year. He studied abroad in America. I'm pretty sure it was America. Uh, and then he bounced over to England, where he played a bit more cricket in that. Uh, learned to love himself, in a way. Learned to be unique. I think is probably a better word. Um, learned to express himself and stand up for himself. Uh, take pride in his... in who he is. But also we got into the TikTok... Which is still flowing pretty well. Fucking actually pretty crack up. I've been watching a few of them. I've jumped on TikTok too. Trying to share the reels on there. Um, if you want to give me or Sean a follow. Um, his is way funnier than my shit though. But yeah, since then, uh, Sean's moved to Vancouver. Um, he's got a sick new pad downtown near the beach. Uh, he's landed a good job similar to what he was doing back here. And he's thriving in the big city life. Uh, and trying to connect with a new bunch uh with a new bunch of people. Episode 17, Jamie. Uh, we discussed her childhood, university. Uh, she did full integration, Te Māori course. Um, she'd done accounting course. She had started a science course. She was also a single mother. She has the whole yarn about that. Um, a lot about pregnancy in this one. Uh, it was good learning for me. Um, stuff like the learning about your pelvic floor, um, postnatal depression, prolapses. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was <laughs> kind of cool actually. Um, so since then, Jamie has actually grown another human being. So she's been busy. Uh, she's been battling through this one uh, in comparison to the last two, I believe. Um, and she's been trying to stay active, maintain her yoga uh, studies, but she's been uh, pretty hectic all the time. So she's just trying to find balance, I think. Tori was um, episode eight, 18, yeah, 18 uh, where we discuss her fatty to front line journey. Um, she's the, that's that's her her description, not my my take on this. Uh, so her weight loss journey and going into police college and becoming a cop. We also discussed um, her shithead era way back in uh, before high school, during high school, um, being a young mother, bit of infertility. There's something else. Oh, the great Tinder stories. Uh, so there's a fucking another goodie in that one. So since then, she's been yeah working hard, doing some long shifts. Uh, but she's gone back into uh, body fit, which is great. Um, and I believe she's still smashing back a few thick shakes here, here and there, which uh, I suppose you choose your own poison. Episode 19, Matt Wallbank. This was the the first, first episode of a guest that I've never met before. Um, I'd followed him a bit on social media. I'd planned on catching up with him uh, before COVID uh, with one of his uh, fundraising ventures, which we discussed. But his, so his key turning points was uh, high school's friendship group, moving to the UK to play cricket, um, backpacking for six months, which was another fucking mind-blowing story, ending a seven-year relationship and uh, cricket injuries which resulted in his retirement, and this all landed around COVID lockdown. And then the last part was the charitable endeavours, which is what grabbed my attention. Phenomenal lad. Uh, we also touched base on his uh, golfing journey, uh, his Kiwi caddy, that kind of stuff. And so since then, he's actually played a few immaculate golf courses in Aussie. Uh, I think it was 10 courses in eight days, maybe. Uh, and he's planning a UK trip next year where we'll hit a few of the, some of the... Few other some other. We hit some of the world's best courses. 
Um, he hasn't got back into running yet, but he's definitely got stuck into uh, stretching every day. I think he's 40-odd days straight now. Um, and his charity has supported another 40 to 50 kids through a Starters Foundation, which is pretty fucking wicked. Um, moving to episode 20, Amber Palmer. Um, this one was the first time I shed a tear on this podcast, to be honest. It was, uh, it was pretty tough. Talking about her dad, dad's battle with cancer, um, how to deal with grief. But we also discuss what it's like growing up tough. Uh, yeah, the, the, it was a fucking another deep, good yarn to have. Um, and that, during this area, so Amber's and Matt's was kind of where I was in my lull. when I kind of asked them, like, what do you do when you're not okay, kind of thing. Um, but since then, uh, Amber's been, yeah, fuck like everybody, working hard. Hardly working, I don't know. But she managed to get to Melbourne, watch the F1, which was pretty spectacular. And she got to fire up a Ferrari, which I'm sure would have been very orgasmic. Uh, she locked in a chip for Canada, and she's been spending a lot of time with her um, family. Uh, episode 21, Laurie Yates, the infamous catfish story that I never saw coming. Fucking another great yarn. They all bloody are. Uh, we also discussed her super yacht, um, health, her holistic health, and her own health. And yeah, just, I suppose, growing older, uh, dating in, in the older area, older area, older age. And so since then, I just need to fucking do, do, do. And yeah, so since our episode, um, Laura has really been getting into her reformer Pilates, which has helped with her core and reducing her back pain when lifting, uh, which is fucking good. She's mentioned a bit about her back pains. Uh, and also she's ran uh, two health and wellness events, one for men and one for women, um, focusing on nutrition, sleep, stress, hormone support, cycle syncing, training and nutrition for women. Um, her relationship's going fucking great uh, and they're ready to move in with each other, um, cut the crap of moving back and forward, you stay here, I stay there. Lashara, once again, episode 22, um, it was, uh, I've already explained it at the top. Episode 23, so this one was actually supposed to be 22, but we chopped it around for Lashara's um, gender reveal. Uh, so Josh, we discussed his upbringing, his very turbulent upbringing with a going from Australia, custody battle, um, yeah, yeah, it was very intense. Going to high school um, and being teased for being dumb when it turns out it was, uh, I believe it was dyslexia. Uh, salesman stuff, a uh, whole j- journey about his first divorce. Divorce? I'm pretty sure it was divorce. Mm. Restraining order, it wasn't a restraining order, but that kind of thing. Uh, his whole running journey as well. Uh, and since then, uh, at the end of the the the, to- uh, the the podcast, we mentioned that he's uh, they're going to go through IVF treatment, him and his lovely wife. Uh, but I can confirm that it was 100% natural and they didn't have to go through IVF. Um, and they've got a baby on the way. So that's fucking wicked. Um, a lot of babies in this bloody podcast, though. Um, and I'm, I believe they're both hoping for a girl. I don't know why, but hey, each to their own. Uh, he finally started a new job. So we discussed about potentially changing, I think. Uh, but yeah, he started a new job, which is fucking great. It's broadening his horizons. Finding a better balance with life. He's got better hours and he's also home on the weekends, ready to tackle a few of the household renovations with Ray. Stop leaving her doing all the work. Uh, he's keen to step into a full marathon without the ego of completing it in under three hours, uh, which is another good good step in the right direction, I believe. Um, episode 24, Chris Johnson. Um, he came onto the radar to talk really about his epilepsy. Uh, that was, uh, what, really? How do you say it? Well, really struck my interest, struck a chord. Um, but he's also, his whole journey into DJing as well, trying to get into it. Um, but yeah, the whole epilepsy, seizures, not being able to drink, nearly drowning, his passion for swimming. Yeah, that whole kind of thing was pretty cool to, to have a yarn about and a bit about dating as well. Um, so since then, he's had a gig in New Plymouth. Uh, he's wanting more, trying to work on more. And he tells me there's always girls in the market, but it's just choosing the right one. And I'm assuming if you know who you are, you know who you are. 
Um, so stepping into episode 25, Holly or Halloran. So with hers, we discussed uh, key turning points of being selected for elite-level volleyball team, um, discovering GIS and accepted being accepted into uni, third and final breakup with an ex, one-way tickets in New Zealand, and uh, finding a job in Hamilton, meeting her current partner, and becoming a mum. So that was another fucking awesome chat about Accepting change. Uh, when I actually messaged her about what's been going on, her last comment was, the only constant in life is change. Um, so with that, uh, so since this podcast, she's pregnant again with another boy. She's going to have two boys under one and a half years old, which is going to be a blast, I'm sure. Uh, she's been back at work part-time, which has gone well. Um, her son, Lockie, has adjusted into daycare and allowing, and has allowed her to have some time to fill her own cup. But it has also resulted in her being twice as present and appreciative of her time with Lockie. Um, and I believe the family is going to be coming over at the end of the year to align with the birth of the new son and Christmas. Um, but she's really learning to appreciate this chapter in her life. Um, Ainsley, Ainsley Speedy, episode 26. Talk about um, her orthorexia, orthorexia, not having a period for seven years, her addiction to exercise, her journey into yoga, um, embodiment in neuroscience study, um, and we touched base on her retreat, which she had last weekend, which she's been flat tack busy with that prior to, and I'm pretty sure she's just having a debrief of everything, so I actually haven't heard from her, but I'm sure that went fucking awesome, um, and I, I believe there'll be more in the future. Rio Kikawa. So my main man from Japan, um, yeah, he's settled in. So he came back to head to Hawke's Bay. Uh, and I managed to nick him in the, at the airport, bring him back home, kidnapped him, kidnapped him, kidnapped him, chucked him in the spare room and uh, managed to get an interview out of him before I let him free, you know. Uh, but with him, we, we discussed the journey into rugby, professional rugby, um, studying in New Zealand, coming to New Zealand and not even being able to order a cheeseburger at the airport. A bit about long-distance relationships. Uh, so since then, he's actually settled in pretty nicely. He's got a good job. He's got heaps of time to study, eat his lunch, train, gym, and chill, he said. Uh, so coming into the later ones that we've only just recently had, so Dale, Dale Smith, we talk uh, about his moving to England, uh, moving to Scotland, sorry. He's Scottish, which was confusing. Um, and moving to New Zealand, his bout with depression and his new career change. So the bout with depression was another interesting conversation where I didn't really see coming. Uh, something that needed to be said, I suppose. Um, and then his new career, so pursuing a passion and taking a massive pay cut. And with this one as well, we touched a little bit on dating. Uh, and yeah, he's got stuck into his uni and loving his work at the moment. So that's what he's been up to. So Gareth and Max are the latest two, so I haven't actually caught up with them because it's only been two weeks, one week. Um, but yeah, with Gareth, massive yarn, the biggest yarn. Didn't really expect it to go that long, but time just flew. Uh, we discussed his rowing, his transition from school into uni, and then um, his stunt that went wrong, breaking his neck and putting him in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Uh, so we just kind of discussed a little bit around that, what life is like now. Um, getting back into society, um, getting into wheelchair rugby, finding new mates and stuff. Uh, and then he's moved to Auckland, got a first job. Um, so yeah, that was about that. And then Max Coulter, last week's chat, episode 30. Um, fucking good yarn, mate. True cowboy, that man. Uh, we discussed about his old man leaving, cheating on his partner, or his mum, sorry. Getting bullied. Uh, but about his... Past regrets, um, meeting his wife, and a lot about it was fiance, and a lot about uh, radio, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, so that's a recap on where all the past guests are today. Um, just I suppose just filling in time. Didn't really think it was going to go this long. But yeah, so what what's next in the agenda? I'm not too sure. Um, I may need to pivot a little bit. I need more guests. Um, I may need a little bit of help with that. Uh, it's it's easy to say, oh, you should interview this person, you should interview this person, but the hardest thing is me 
initiating that, me asking someone about it and someone not even knowing about it, um, it's pretty difficult. Um, so if you if you do want to have a good yarn, um, I suppose there isn't really a criteria, but you do need to be able to have a good yarn. You do need to have somewhat an interesting story. Something that I'd be interested in talking about, um, maybe something to teach me. I'm always interested in learning. But I don't really, like, it's sad to say, but, like, if you've only got, like, 20 friends on Facebook and 15 friends on Instagram, I don't really think you're going to have an interesting story. So, yeah, that's kind of ratchet. I don't really know where I was going with that. But, yeah, I'm keen. I need some help. But I'd love to get more guests on. But, yeah, I suppose what makes a good guest is they've got to have a good story. Be able to talk, really. It could be the smallest fucking turning point and we could just yarn about it because they're a good good talker. Um, in a way, I might pivot to more solo episodes. Not too sure. Um, might have a co-host episodes where we discuss relatable stuff. Uh, might be every second week, every third week. I don't know. Not too sure. I need to figure out what is worth my time. If I should be doing this or not. Yeah. So final questions. Yeah, fuck it. I'll give it a go. Favourite porn category. At the moment, it's got to be POV. Um, if you were to live with only three foods, what would they be? Uh, it's got to be apples, eggs, and tomato loaf, which is a bread. It's fucking good. I'll try to make this quicker. Do I have a role model or a mentor in my life? Um, oh, I haven't even thought about these for ages. My role model's got to be Lashara. Um, she's always leading from the front, uh, always aiding me in all sorts of shit. Um, someone I can always ask for help, look up to for guidance. Um, and probably my boss as well. He's a good mentor. Yeah, I'll stop there. What is your style of life, the way you choose to live it? Um, this one was tough for many guests. Um, this is why I kind of took it out. Shit, I don't even know what mine is. My style of life at the moment is probably take each day as it comes. Don't expect too much. Don't expect less as well. But embrace what every day brings to me. Um, And I suppose just get outside. It's only water at the end of the day. It is winter. You can put more clothes on. It'll dry. You'll dry as well. Uh, What do I want? I kind of expected this to be very vague with some people, like I want a pie, but a lot of people went real deep. A lot of people talk about I want happiness, but then that means you're not happy now. Um, what do I want? I'd love for this podcast to keep going. I'd love to have these good yarns with people. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy these DMCs, so I want this podcast to keep on going, but we'll see. We'll see. If I didn't raise her, they could raise anything from my past, would I use it? And quite often followed with what would it be? Uh, like a lot of guests, um, I probably wouldn't use it. A lot of a, a lot of your learning curves and stuff are there for a reason. If you erase a certain part of your life, you erase that the learnings, the lessons that came from it. Uh, so I wouldn't wouldn't use the eraser. You know, I probably could use it on a few messages here and there. You know, I don't really slide into DMs because it's awkward. That's another chat for another day. Actually, the dating crisis. Um, girls definitely do have it easier It's the feminism movement Probably <laughs> Yeah I'll stop there um, What does the next chapter look like So I'll go to the end So the next set of questions that I did have is Who is someone you'd like to speak with dead or alive I'd like to speak with my nana um, So that's someone who's passed away I never really had A full grown conversation with her uh, I believe that will be someone Who would be pretty wicked to have a yarn, yarn about stuff with. If I didn't have to work anymore, what would I do with my days? I could probably try to do a podcast, you know, talk to a lot of people, learn a lot of experiences. I'd love to travel um, and just, I was going to say freeball it, um, just wing it, just wang it. What is something I'd like to have achieved or started in the next five years? Fuck, I'll be 31 um, I would have liked to have travelled more, which would be easy. Um, so that's an achieve. Started. 
I'm not too sure. I don't really have many career aspirations anymore. I would have liked to achieve that I've tried a lot of things by the time I'm 31. Um, your time in your 20s is where you need a trial and error, and I haven't had much error, so a lot more trial would be a good idea in the next five years. At my funeral, what would I want people to remember me for? Um, I mentioned this in one of my past episodes that I'd like people just to be proud of knowing me. Um, they remember me in a way that I was the person who didn't really come up with excuses. Um, I was someone who was always there for support, always listened, um, and always gave his best at everything he did. That'll be about it. What is something I used to run from until you had to face it head on? Fuck, I should have thought about this. Me. Probably me. This is one of the main reasons, I suppose, why I want to go see a therapist or a counsellor is to learn new things. Um, I'm great at asking questions, but I'm not good at answering them. Uh, I don't do a lot of self-analysis. I don't analyse myself. I don't ask myself the questions, uh, which is something I've just started doing. Um, I've had to face that head on, I suppose, if I want to keep on going as a human um, in many different ways, is to be a good friend, to be a good partner one day, to be a father, I suppose, to be a son, um, to be a good worker. I've got to learn, learn to work on myself a bit better, I think. Um, so what does the next chapter look like for me? Shoot. Uh, I've just started in Papamore. Um, hopefully it's a new beginnings there. Hopefully the podcast keeps on going. Hopefully the fitness keeps on going. No injuries. Work keeps on going. And uh, yeah, do a couple of endurance events. Just grind, grind away, and then go back overseas and come back and fuck, figure it out there. So... I did for a period quotes. Um, I'll drop these two quotes in here. Uh, not quotes, reels. Um, it was because I finally got onto reels and I'm like, oh, reels are cool. But then I didn't spend much time because I always try to avoid spending a lot of time on my phone. So then it kind of faded out again. But here's a couple goodies. Now, um, you'd give anything. Never regretted. 20 years from now, you'd give anything to be this exact age exactly this healthy and back in this exact moment take a second to enjoy it now there we go so once again being present in the present moment yeah being in the now because you always want to be back where you were um i suppose even now i'm 26 thinking fuck it'd be pretty cool to be 20 again or 21 um but like you said in 20 years time you'd wish you were here so embrace the now um, and another one I found is this. Read a day in your life. Good days give happiness. Bad days give experiences. The worst days give lessons, and the best days give memories. So yeah, never regret what you're doing. Do it. Good days give you happiness. Bad days give you lessons. Whatever you said. There's always a silver lining for things. Uh, there is that story of a man who didn't really... Oh, I can't even remember what he called, but his basically his horse got stolen, and the people from the town come along and said, "Oh, that's a shame." And he's like, "Is it? Is it not?" And then the next day, the horses, uh, a whole lot of Broncos come to his place, and people are like, "Oh, you're so lucky!" And he's like, "Is it? Is it not?" And then the next day, his son's trying to ride one and fell off and broke his ankle or broke his leg or something, and the townspeople come over and go. Oh, that's so unfortunate. He's like, is it? Is it not? And then the next day, the army coming around recruiting all young men. And his son had broken legs, so we didn't have to go to the army. And the townspeople come along and go, oh, you're so lucky. And he's like, maybe, maybe not. You know, um, There's always a silver lining to stuff. Things happen for a reason. I don't know if I believe in destiny, but uh, I suppose you craft your own destiny in a way. Um, but yeah, so that, that wraps up the episode. Um so yeah, I, I have been struggling a little bit to find guests. I do have a few lined up straight uh, for the next few weeks that I can try and do. I might try jimmy up the podcast a little bit somehow. I'm not too sure, 
I've only had about three people really comment on um, the whole podcast situation, the whole the whole feedback. There's mainly only been three people, so any feedback is good feedback. This is probably a long podcast, and I'm not too sure how many people get to the end of this because it was probably pretty boring through that middle section. Um, but yeah, any feedback is good feedback. Um, it'll be nice to, to grow and share a few more stories. So leave us with a quote or words of wisdom for our listeners. Oh. So this one I found yesterday. We cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. Which I suppose is like a thing that I keep on saying to myself, which hopefully is relatable, is that you want change, but if you don't do anything, nothing's going to change. So you really need to step out of your comfort zone, take that leap that Max talked about, and uh, just go for it. Yeah, I suppose thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Thanks for getting this far. Please give me feedback. um, And yeah, give me a hand lining up a few good guests, maybe someone you would want to listen to. Um, And potentially maybe some solo or co-hosted topics that I can yarn about every so often when I don't have a guest lined up. Uh, Kakite. Ciao.